If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Start shaving smarter and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today and use code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off your first month. At GetBevel.com, that's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Let's start the show. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. Why you want to slip and slide? Why you want to slip and slide? <laughs> and the DM's getting wild. Oh, what is like the deepest ocean? Legs just open wide. <laughs> and you ain't shit. Leaving all that nasty shit and messages in the DM. Starting again. I thought we crossed that bridge when we went through this. And now you back at it. And here we go with this shit. See, you's a nasty hoe. A little jazzy hoe. I should have never even fucked with the trifle hoe. I should have listened to my mama when she threw me out the door. And said you wasn't shit but an ignorant hoe. And that's why I don't go to any clubs and bars. I only really fuck with models and stars. I only really push really nice ass cars. And it's a little foreign chain up in my garage. And when the dough go up, it's really like a mirage. Cause you didn't even yeah. know that I was really uh-huh. in charge. I'm not a rapper. I'm really just an actor. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to get at you and welcome <laughs> you to the friend zone where we go on and on and on and on and on. And on and on. Word. Ladies, watch for that mixtape dropping in stores. Get uh, at me. The streets champion. The streets champion. Wait. Yeah. What's a jazzy hoe? A jazzy hoe is one whose <laughs> panties and bra always match. No. Toenails are always polished. Okay. Not just done. Polished. Okay. He had an answer. She he really is. Did. Yeah, she pays he attention to detail mm. in ways that are subtle yet very, very present. Mm. Oh. That's a jazzy hoe. Nice. Goals. Noted. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the friend zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? W- what is it? What what it ain't. What is the friend zone, man? You tell everybody what That's the friend zone. You do you sp- do it every week. <laughs> and I am not to interrupt. Welcome to the friend zone. There we go. Your weekly dose of everything. Mental health, mental health, mental health, mental wellness, mental wellness, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, mental hygiene, mental hygiene. 
Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Word. Check out for that mixtape dropping in the streets. Yeah, the takeover, whatever else they always say when they had this moment in the interviews. Yo, I was made for this. Yo, yo, God put me in this position, man. I was born to do this, man. That's what y'all understand about me, son. This ain't just this ain't this ain't a game, man. This ain't just oh, something I'm just God. doing, you know, for for, for fun. Uh, 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 this this is this is really who I am, man. And that's the difference, man. These niggas ain't real out here no more, man. These niggas in the streets just they 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 they, they actors, man. And see, once you expose them, I'm not even present. I expose really them wish for there what was they a are, camera man. in here. I'm not even present. That's <laughs> how that's how my Breakfast Club interview is. <laughs> I'll have a moment. Asante's face. Hey guys, what's up? What's up, guys? <laughs> how are you guys enjoying the cold? I'm not. I hate the cold weather, seriously. And everybody knows I'm from Michigan, Flint, Michigan specifically. Shout out to Flint, Michigan. Clean that water up. This is a very serious issue that deserves all of the attention that it can possibly have. They literally are killing people and attempting to get away with it. Um, they can't drink water. They can't bathe with the water. They can't cook with the water. The so water. What, what are you is supposed it that's to do? Happening for those who may have missed out. For those who may have missed out, they started. They started buying the water from somewhere else. This water, yes, and they never replaced the pipes that they were supposed to have replaced once they transferred the water system. And so all of this water has all of this lead. Um, these these these, wow. these children are testing uh, with high levels of lead in their body. Um, wow. le- Ligarious, I can't remember the name, le- Legionnaire's disease or something. Yes. Like that. Yeah, cases of that have been popping up, and it's directly related to that. To and now all of this this cover this correspondence is being released that is telling that all of these government officials knew, knew what was going it. on the entire time and didn't do shit oh, man. all to to try to get things cheaper so it's really a terrible situation, and now a lot of celebrities are giving it visibility, and there's a lot more detail involved. I'm giving you a very general right. and mm-hmm. um is there know, a resolution or no wow. So that's why everybody's bugging out because nobody's doing shit about it. And so, yeah, pay attention to that. There's several ways to get back. I know that people are. There's been several donations of water. Um, and there's 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 ways and things to do. So watch out for my Twitter. My Twitter is at nine nine and the two thousand. <laughs> I actually have been tweeting links of ways to like give back right. and help out. So just watch for my Twitter because it's something that I'm talking about. Oh, anyway, yes. well, what was I our original point? I will retweet all of that too, so yeah. everyone can get that. Wow. Absolutely. Sorry to hear yep. that. <laughs> it was like a moment of silence. Yeah, yikes. So Can anyway. I please have a moment of silence? <laughs> you remember that song? Who was that even by? Several people actually have said that you, line. It, oh, yes. I'm trying to think of my initial um, bout with that rhyme. <laughs> bout. You know, every time I think about hip hop and I'm on this thing with these headphones on, I think to myself of um, Sonata Lathan and Brown Sugar oh, going. So when did you fall in love with hip hop? <laughs> I never really liked that movie. And now thinking about, <laughs> now thinking about her in the you studio, would think, you would think the opposite, but I really couldn't get into it. Just didn't connect with you. No, it shouldn't have. <laughs> No. And now to think about Sonal Lathan in the studio recording a song about like fuck boys or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's right. Or uh, what was it? Um, uh, I don't want emotional, emotional boys. niggas. I never oh, listened to it. I oh, told you oh, I didn't want to be disappointed. She I was still like, like her, so I'm what happy. What do I do with all these emotional niggas? <laughs> like I remember being like Sonal, what? <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Why? What are you doing? Because she was fucking French Montana or some shit. Yeah, and I, ju- there. I had like bumped into her that week. She was looking good. 
Oh, Shut I remember. Up. I saw your Instagram. Shout out to Sonoma. Maybe she was good. looking for an opportunity to get cozy. Oh, speaking of getting cozy, it is fucking freezing outside. Mm-hmm. And it just brings back memories of my favorite things, which involve being cozy. Look damn, this feel like I was about off. to... I had to cut myself off. I saw. I was like, damn, is this about to be like a whole conversation? <laughs> like, Because <laughs> when I initially thought about being cozy, I thought about all like the good times. I had been like snuggled up or some shit. Mm. And it's always been in like January. Mm. January specifically, I can always think about every time I had been like in like some datey type shit. Mm. And I don't, I don't want to say so is datey. Is this going to be a mushy episode? I guess. if Are, are you going to be mushy? <laughs> I don't know how mushy I can get. Don't try to remove yourself. No, I, I just. It. I'm I, coarse. <laughs> As fuck. <laughs> Well, well, Mr. Course is fun. rough, like like Tina Turner. But this time, we're gonna do the rough. That's how I am. Oh, you, you do it rough. I'm I not bet. That other, well, hey, a lot of people bet. <laughs> I mean, always see? bet on black. Oh Shit. There you have it, Mr. Okay. Course himself. Seven what? Eleven. No, I'm just I'm totally kidding. Oh, I thought oh you were gonna God. say seven. seven. What? Team thirty eight. Okay. No. <laughs> no, but for real, like. When it's cold as fuck outside, you know, you have to bundle up to stay warm. So every time, like, I have to, like, bundle up and swaddle and shit, it kind of makes me think back to, like, those cozy moments you with somebody. <laughs> and how you just, like... Just again. Just like, <laughs> again. You know, when you are just, like, <laughs> under some good-ass sheets with somebody, mm, or you, she? like, in the movies, or, like, you at the park or some shit. I don't even like to hold hands a lot. But when you are just, like, taking someone's, like, body heat and shit, like, the heat transference is real important this time of year. Mm, is that I, right? I think part of it goes into seasonal affective disorder. Because, you well, know. Yeah. But let's talk about the positive stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, shit. I if I want to be depressing, I'm going to be depressed. Be depressing. Be. be what is it? No, I'm Imagine just a cheer. I know, right? That's for all the people out there. Because we get a lot of letters from people that are just like, it's so hard for them to talk about being depressive. And I'm just like, well, don't nobody want to talk about that. So I get it. But at the same time, you always want to focus on the things that can make you happy or get you going. And for some people, just like that whole little wave of being in a relationship, because I'm not like the one that likes to do relationships. But there are parts of relationships that I really enjoy. And it being cold outside and having somebody like cuffing season is like a real thing, right? <laughs> I don't actively participate in cuffing season. <laughs> But there are parts of it that come up and I'm just like, oh, this would be like cute as hell if I was into this. So winter is deemed as cuffing season. Absolutely. What, what are what are the rules the ru- of cuffing season? Well, you know what? I'm not even gonna give you the rules of cuffing season. I'm gonna give you like the seasonal layout. <laughs> Cause the like layout, the schedule. Yes, yes. Springtime is like, you know, you're you're testing. Like spring is when you about to say, okay, like how do I look? How is everything? Cause you know, summertime is when it get hot outside and don't nobody how to act. <laughs> so summertime is when everybody's serving it up. All right. True. So you know, springtime, you taste testing, you baking, you're doing whatever you got to do. Summertime, you know, you serve it up hot on the platter. Fall, you might fall into something, you might fall out of something, but fall is where you're gonna lock something down for the winter time. <laughs> Dustin doesn't seem to agree. It's Look a cycle. It's a cycle I've seen many a times. <laughs> it may not be a cycle that he's dealt with, but it's a cycle I have viewed. 
Yeah, plenty what's of them, times. What's, what's them flowers that come up all the time? What are they called? The ones that like they don't they're not just seasonal, like they always like bloom or whatever. Annuals or perennials or some shit. I don't know, but whatever them flowers are, that's edible arrangement. I, I don't have no I don't I don't I don't have no schedule, you know, per the months and time of year and shit like that. Cause the same things that get on my nerves in the wintertime get on my nerves in the summertime. The same things that that about being around somebody mm. that are distasteful to me, they're still present, whether it's cold outside, hot outside, comfortable outside, raining outside, snowing outside, they shooting outside, <laughs> the police outside. <laughs> like this like it's always the same for me. Right. So I don't I don't, you know, like cuffing season and all that shit don't mean shit to me. Cause I'm gonna do what I wanna do no matter the weather. Okay, Ooh. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't give a damn what time of year. I'm always in season. <laughs> okay? Cool. Trends may come and go, but Dustin Ross is always in style. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's, your, that's your housewife slogan. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about it. I don't think there's ever a time. And that's a feeling. You know, I can't. I can't regulate my feeling or my want or desire for some companionship physical companionship horizontal polka companionship <laughs> i can't put that i can't you know just leave that in a couple months and then a couple months other, other you know other months out the year i don't think about it no it comes and goes it fluctuates if it's here you're lucky let's go let's get it you yeah know? i don't i don't know if i have seasons for when i connect with people but i do know i'm home more in the winter yeah, <laughs> so. it's cold outside <laughs> I'm more of a hermit than usual, so the chances <laughs> of me seeing someone that I like are very slim. <laughs> the what, friend? <laughs> the chances, okay. Very, very slim, so that is probably why for the seasonal, it probably would make sense with me, because in the summertime, you feel more inspired to be out and cute. And right. oh. And <laughs> That's why you're serving it up them during the best, summertime. Them the best whole days. Like, them summertime, summertime whole days. When you just wear nothing. Ooh, basketball shorts. Go commando. Serving it up for summertime. Put on a white beater, you know, some Jordans. And you just out. Or you have on a white T-shirt with, like, a really thin gold chain. But you don't wear it out <laughs> front. You just put it under your T-shirt so you can only see it on the back of your neck. Nice, clean, new fitted hat. You know, new sneakers, basketball shorts. I feel so sexy like that. Mm. And those are my best hoe moments, like in the summertime. <laughs> oh my God. When I'm just by myself walking through New York City in some clothes like that. You know, and meeting all types of strangers from all over the world with all kind of accents and access. Mm. And just, you know, like, it's just great. Nothing compares to New York summer. Oh, my God. Truly. That's probably my favorite time of the year. So, yeah. let's, so what are we getting into as far as that? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I just think that, okay, so like along with that, right, along with the freedom to date who you want to date or, as Asante was mentioning earlier, you know, give whatever amount of time to someone in an intimate nature like that, you know, along with that, people people assume certain responsibilities, right? And sometimes they think that you have certain responsibilities just because you guys spend, you know, time together. Mm -hmm. And so it gets a little gray when you determine, like, what you are required to do to be respectful, I guess, right. to the the interaction or the relationship, you know? 
and what you are not required to do because it's like you're not in a relationship so technically you can do whatever the hell you want to do but, but when you consider their feelings and the fact that you're close right what is the right thing to do and what is not the right thing to do and it, it really it's a situation and a circumstance that presents itself a lot more often than people realize and it's really the source of a lot of people's problems because a lot of times you haven't you you know like technically we're not in a relationship or whatever but we've been dealing with each other for five years you know what I mean things Damn. situations like that right where it's like so for you to you know show up the next day in a wedding announcement you know, or your girlfriend's pregnant or whatever, you know, things like that. It's just like, damn, like, what was that? What type of respect was I entitled to? Was I entitled to any respect? Am I tripping? Are my feelings okay? Those are, that's often the source of a lot of disagreements that people have when they're dating. Right. Because of shit like that. So I think somebody needs to just lay it out like, listen, you're not old shit or listen you are then this is how people need to respond to you or whatever so i would love to pick you guys' brains on that and see mm. what you think mm. <clears throat> <laughs> that sounds like mm. um i've only there's only one relationship i can think of where we didn't have like it wasn't defined mm-hmm. but we were together for years so it was tricky because in the beginning, strange enough, I think we were really honest. Like, everything was on the table. It was like, yeah, this doesn't have to be anything, you know, serious. I had just gotten out of something serious. He mm-hmm. had just gotten out of something serious. But then over time, the more feelings developed between the two of us, I noticed the honesty was harder to dish out. Mm-hmm. You know, because he started lying about some things <laughs> <laughs> that came out later and I actually, I lied a little bit, not too much, (laughs) but I would lie. And then like later would just be like, okay, this is a situation because you just don't know. You don't know like how much, like what are you, what are you supposed to tell if you're not, it's not your boyfriend. So does he have to know everything that's going on? Are you supposed to be exclusive or not? Like it just gets so blurry. So I think the more feelings are involved, that's when it gets kind of muddy. But what we did is we just realized that the both of us were lying. <laughs> and it was like we had to just confront that. We sat, talked about it, put everything on the table, um, and then just kind of kept going with the flow until one of us ended up finding someone that we were interested in more. And then that kind of, you know, then we kind of fizzled out, which I think is normal when you don't define something. Right. You kind of have the risk you take is that you're leaving things open. So the possibility of meeting someone else is always there. That's the good part. Well, yeah, that's the good part. (laughs) If you can handle it. Yeah, (laughs) like that's the good part. You get to possibly meet somebody else. Right, if you can handle it, though. Not very many people are comfortable with that setup. I can't handle not having that as an option. Right. So for me, like, (laughs) that's what I can't handle. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like... That's amazing, and I and but that is why I I have found myself, you know, before in predicaments where <laughs> it's like, damn, like who wrong, who right, what am I supposed to do? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Because I prefer that type of interaction or engagement with somebody. I prefer, you know, very specific. Um, you know, I, I just prefer for it all to be about me and you and like the special things about you that make me want to spend time with you. Like not us being obligated to spend time together because we go together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really want to be here right now. 
And so what happens is you end up, you know, having developing a fondness for the person or whatever, and you guys spend more time and time together, and it becomes this really special connection. But what comes along with that? You know what I mean? And you do care about their feelings, and you do care about respecting them. Right. And so it changes, like, the decisions that you make. And then you find yourself in a really shitty place because it's like you want to do something, but, you know, you probably shouldn't do it out of respect for them. So it builds up a little resentment. You know what I mean? Because it's Mm -hmm. like, I really don't even have to do this shit, you know? Right. So, and it's just so weird. Or then your behavior is completely misinterpreted by them, you know, because they're, like, approaching it from a different perspective. So it's really good, but it can get really weird. Right. So, yeah. I get fucked up every time in situations like that simply because it's like you have to be a lawyer to survive some shit like that. <laughs> Seriously, when you are in like a an open whatever the fuck it is, you're very specific about what it is and what it is not. And even then, people still lie. Somebody's emotion comes into it, whether it's you or the other person, and either you're going to lie out of... It may not be their business, or you may lie to feelings. Like it's just always gonna be some shit. For for me, in my experience, it's always some shit. Like you can say we don't go together, right? You can say um, we can see other people, but then it can be like, no way. I said you can see other people when we're not, you know, when we're on off season or like. Shit just always changes for somebody some way in in some form or fashion. And that's where I always just kind of fall back in every aspect because I'm the type of person I will be too vocal sometimes. Like, not to say I will be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm dating this person, that person, that person. So, you know, just know that you are... Like, I would never be like Lil Fizz. Like, how Lil Fizz was telling those women <laughs> that they Lil were Fizz. appetizers. Oh, I'm sorry. Big Fizz. I don't know. Fizz. Um, <laughs> he was telling those women that they appetizers. And essentially, that's what they were. He told women they were appetizers? Or, well, well, yes. He was like, um, you know, I'm not trying to date right now. Or I'm not trying to be in a relationship. Like, he's taste I'm, I'm t- Yeah, I'm sampling the menu, you know. <laughs> And then, you know, these women were like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a main course. I'm this, I'm that. It was never about like a, let's just do whatever we doing. And if it becomes more, it's more. If not, not. But Or or it just be, we're just doing whatever we do until we decide mutually that it wants to be, it's going to be something else. Like, I feel like that initial, it, this is going to be one thing. It doesn't even matter when you say that because everything always changes. It's hard for me to respect when people say, Let's just do this, you know, and let it be what it is. And if something happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's hard for me to respect that now because a lot of times what I found is that when people say that, they're saying it out of pride, right? Like they have too much pride to really come out and say, listen, I like you and I want more than just us fucking around. Like I want to be with you. True. You know, they're afraid to say (laughs) that. So to save face, they kick it to you like, well, you know, it's cool if something happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just want to have a good time. But really, they don't. <laughs> really, they want, you know what I'm saying, the big kahuna. And so then they start resenting you, right? When you just living in the space that this that they created. You know I'm, what I mean? I've definitely been guilty of and that. And they start resenting you, and you're like, where is this energy coming from? And then you just quit fucking with them, period, because they're crazy now. <laughs> it's like, but we just talked about what it really is, and now you're acting like this. She's, you know, you're crazy. 
and I'm done. And it didn't even have to be like that. If all they would have said was, yo, I know we talked about it before, but this is how I feel. Like, what's up? And what you if... you know why it's confused? Well, go ahead. Right, but what if that was the one time, mm-hmm. because it was so unexpected and random, and because we were in the middle of enjoying the type of connection that I like, what if I get caught up in the moment and I'm like, you're right, and I have this eureka moment where I'm like, you're right. You have everything that I would ever want. I don't want to ever not be with you. We go together. You didn't miss the whole opportunity because you got too much pride, and then you end up in the bullshit. <laughs> See, but I think that's the part that gets tricky because I've been in situations like that where, like I said, we started out, you know, both saying, oh, no, it's cool. I don't have to mm-hmm. be nothing. Let's just chill. Of course, someone's feelings always change. Every time. Every time. And I've been in the position where I, ma- I you know, maintained my cool. And the person over time ended up coming around, you know, which now that I'm older, I'm like, why was I waiting? <laughs> what was I waiting for? I don't even know. But it were it did work like a lot of the time. So then you kind of get that in your head like, oh, when people say let's just have fun, it doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that they're hurt. They're hiding from something. They don't want to invest in you because they don't trust it. And then when, you know, there's a possibility, though, over time, if you stick it out, that they will trust it, you know. But there are also men that will take you on that roller coaster to hell <laughs> forever. <laughs> like, you will be on it and on it and on it and mm-hmm. on it. And you're never getting off. So I think the part that gets muddy is how do you know which is which? And you don't know which is which, you know. So it's hard. That's why I say if you know you can't handle that, don't even put yourself in that position. I agree. If you know you can, because there have and been men. And that applies men. to everything we can talk about. Absolutely. If you know you can't handle oh, that, God, don't put yourself in that position. <laughs> I cannot. But Period. I, but I think... Coming off of MLK. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. I'm at my best black right now. I just got through telling them, at, shout out to Kid Fury for selling out Furious Thoughts oh, Live at the Furious Furious Thoughts Thoughts Theater. Live. Shout out. So Amazing show. Good. It was so packed. He did fantastic. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yes, but we were discussing there that, you know, MLK weekend is the best time to be black ever <laughs> in, in America because, you know, you're at your best black. You can cuss the fuck out of some people that's not black. You know what I'm <laughs> no. saying? You can... You can, you can walk around dignified, you know. On I mean? a petty yeah. note. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so you're right. It's all coming out tonight. Because I'm at my best black right now. I was actually talking about referring to the gays that went to Atlanta for the weekend, but that too. I heard what? Atlanta is like amazing for MOK weekend. It's so much yeah. fun. Everyone I know leaves. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. When, when was the last time you went? To MLK mm-hmm. last year. Not, <laughs> He's like, oh, I, did just, I, I think I did. No, I, went I went to Houston. Year. I went to Houston. Asante's like, I just got back. <laughs> okay. No, you know what? When I first moved here, like, I used to be like, when I, I got to go back for MLK weekend. Like, I used uh-huh. to go to Atlanta for all of the events, like, because it's Atlanta. Like, right. The Mecca. The gay ass <sighs> Mecca. As much as I, as much shit as I talk about Atlanta, no pun intended to y'all bottoms. Um, oh. I, uh, I really do. <laughs> become nostalgic of like the the party scene down there it seemed fun when we were there remember you left me to go to the club i did just to go <laughs> to did. the just to go to the let out actually oh not and you know what when i was at the let out i did see like somebody that i kind of used to have like a thing with like mm-hmm. one of these types of things 
And, you know, I was looking good. And he was with somebody and they were drunk and wasted and they couldn't hold their liquor. It was funny. You were like, and I Shout could. out. <laughs> <laughs> On a petty note. Mm-hmm. I, so I know, by the way, that I said for my New Year's that I was going to be less petty. Mm-hmm. But, How's um, that working out? I have actually said that um, I am... I came up with the triple P. Me and Jay, Jade about Jade, shout out to her. Um, we came up with something. I'm going to have to present it on the show one week about my petty progress. I'll tell you about it. Oh, not today, though. Not today, no. Okay. <laughs> that well, was thanks petty. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why would you even stay, stay tuned? <laughs> that was such a, I have a secret, but I'm not going to tell you. Yep. That's exactly I just want you to know I got it. <laughs> that's right. It's really because I couldn't remember what it was. So oh, I'll tell you Lord. later. Age. No, but back to that, I do think it's something that you just have to, you know, grow up and, and know what you can and can't deal with. Because I now I know for a fact that I'm in a space where I'm not, you know, I'm 33. I'm not going to, like, wait it out at this point. Like, you either yeah, know what you want. That. Yeah, you know what you want. I know what I want. And we can talk about it up front. I've, I've paid my dues <laughs> with, uh, with uh, men. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have. I've waited it out. I've, you know, been every side of it. So now I think I'm, I know exactly who I am and what I want and what's going to work, what's not going to work. That's right. F-E-Y. You know, that Tell happens em. with time, F-E-Y. over time. This time. F-E-Y. <laughs> but you F-E-Y. know what? Why? Dream Girls. Dream Girls was a moment in time in the black community. It was. Shout out. Well, let's can we pay homage for one minute? Yes. Dream Girls was. I saw Dream Girls 14 times in the theaters. What? I went three times alone on Christmas Day, the year that it came out. 14? 14 times. I saw it in California. I saw it all in New York and Michigan, everywhere. I used to just go see it all the time. Dream Girls was amazing. Now, mind you, mind you, a little bit of context here. First of all, I can remember when my mother, for years, she would tell me stories about how she took me. God, I'm dating myself. But she took me (laughs) to the, uh, I was a baby, and she took me, she came to New York to see it on Broadway. And she took me. So I can remember growing up, my mom always had the Dream Girls album with those three legs on the front, right? (laughs) And so then, so I was familiar with the project. So then once they started talking about making this movie, and they were casting all my favorite black people, I was like, yo, this is going to be the shit. And I was a huge fan of American Idol at the time. And so Jennifer Hudson being cast in that movie, it was, like, unheard of. Like, people were nervous. She did like, so well. Why she did they did. put this girl in this movie with all these people? And then the shit comes out, and she steals the show. She was a star for sure. Imagine how proud I was as a fan. Right. So there were so many elements to Dreamgirls that made it special. Like, all of the scenes. 14, 14 <laughs> times. That is intense. Yeah. All the singing, all the performances, Jennifer Hudson winning every goddamn award ever even thought of. True. You know, like, that was just an amazing time. I loved Dreamgirls, that movie, and I still love it to this day. It's a great movie. And the only mistake I think they made in casting, (laughs) the only mistake they made in casting, why? Okay, so you know Loretta Devine, she had a cameo in the movie. She was the original Laurel on Broadway, right? Mm-hmm. Jennifer Holiday was in her feelings, so you know she wasn't going to be a part of it. And we didn't need her any day cause, anyway because the new Jennifer H. had taken it over. <laughs> but where they dropped the ball, Shirley Ralph played Dina in the original production on Broadway. Why didn't she play Dina's mother in the movie? We don't know who that, and no disrespect to the actor that played that role. He said, you we know, don't know. No disrespect, no disrespect no. to her, but we don't know who the hell that was. Right now, people are probably like, well, damn, who was, who did play? 
<laughs> the mama in the part when she had went to. Right, like nobody <laughs> knows. So, but that would have been a perfect opportunity to have what Shirley Rowe and a little nostalgia. You know what I that mean? Shirley Rowe could have played her mom. But that's the only place that they dropped the ball. All the singing was great. Everybody performed the shit out of those songs and made them their own. Jamie Foxx was phenomenal. Beyonce did a phenomenal job playing Dina. Mama's going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was. Oh, it was just so good. It was so good and black. Do you have a song that would be the homework for those who didn't get to experience Dreamgirls? I have one. Which one? It's an extension. <laughs> oh Lord. So prior to the movie Dreamgirls coming out, H and M had did this campaign where they were singing songs from from Dreamgirls or whatever. Right? H and M. H and M did the campaign. What? And the song, When I First Saw You, right, the person that covered the song in the H&M campaign was who? Who's my all-time favorite? Like, everybody knows. So go on YouTube. This week's homework is to look up on YouTube. You may have to do a little bit more sleuthing. But uh, look up Mary J. Blige, When I First Saw You. And it's a beautiful cover by her. Um, And it's just great. And it connects two of my favorite things, the Dreamgirls movement as a whole in Mary, Mary J. Blige. J. Blige. Yep. Well, so that's this week's whole <laughs> Awesome. A high shout out to Dream Girls. <laughs> yep. Straight from the choir director's mouth. That's right. So now we we can get back on. As a matter of fact, this is a great point to take a break. I'm sure everybody's looking up what I just told them to look up anyway. <laughs> so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with more of the friend zone. Hey, are you tired of your razor bumps getting in the way of you taking women home from the club? Are you sick and tired of cuts and scrapes and bruises and dings making you look like you're in an abusive relationship and you're really not? You just use a cheap razor? Then I have the solution for you. It's time for you to get smarter, shave smarter, and go to GetBevel.com and be introduced to Bevel, which is the first and only shaving system for men with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. And this shaving system is clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. There's a reason that 9 out of 10 Bevel customers come back month after month. So all you have to do for 20% off of your first month's membership is enter promo code FRIENDZONE at checkout when you visit GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. And you use code FRIENDZONE again for 20% off of your first month when you purchase Bevel, which is the world's smartest, greatest shaving system ever. It keeps your razor bumps out the way so you can bring home all the trash that you like from the club. And guess what? They've revolutionized what's already revolutionary and introduced the Bevel Trimmer, which is a genius idea from Tristan Walker. See, Tristan was a young entrepreneur that saw a void in the health and beauty market. And his goal to make health and beauty simple for people of color has been realized with Bevel. Once again, visit GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com today and use code FRIENDZONE for 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so let's jump into this week's wellness segment. A lot of you have been hitting me up because it is so, so, so cold outside. My goodness, I was laughing on Twitter because I remember we were all asking where winter was, and it slapped us in the face this week. I, I didn't mean, ask. Hit the crown <laughs> all over the, the city. Like, God damn. I didn't want to know where she was. She I, can go back to where she was. Unfortunately, I did an Instagram post and everything. So uh, I want to give you guys an all-natural remedy that I use as a replacement for cough syrup. I even am developing a bit of a cough, even though mine is more of a stress cough. I've always had that. When things are, like, hectic, I'm Uh one of those people that just coughs for no reason. You can actually hear the raspiness in my voice. 
But what I've been using that I really want you guys to try is to grab two tablespoons of lemon juice. The lemon juice, what it'll do is that it will reduce the inflammation. Inflammation is when your, you know, your throat gets scratchy. If you were to look at it inside, it'd probably be really red. So that's going to reduce that. So then you're going to get some raw honey. You can use one tablespoon of that. I always suggest raw honey because it just has all of the nutrients, hasn't been filtered out. What the raw honey is going to do is coat your throat. So that'll just give you more of a smoothness so that you don't feel that rawness that usually kills your day even when you're trying to speak. And then the last thing you're going to do is that you're going to add a pinch of cayenne pepper. Just a pinch, though, because I don't want you guys going crazy at work. (laughs) (laughs) Hitting me up like, girl, (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) So what the cayenne does is that it increases the circulation to the area. So that will help with the healing process. So the combination of those three ingredients together and if you heat it up, I'm telling you, it will work so fast. It's been keeping me afloat this week. And for the real OGs that are really into natural remedies, you can crush some onion and the onion will speed up the healing process even faster. I get the onion idea from my grandmother. When I was little, she used to add onion to everything and crush it up and mix it with ugh, with castor oil. I don't suggest that now because you're going to be in the bathroom. (laughs) I used to be like, I hate my mama when my mama would make me take castor oil. (laughs) Yo, that was so traumatizing. It's that disgusting. I would cry. Like, it was a spectacle at home. What was that other shit? Um, Father John's? John's Is it Father John's? Some know. other, it's awful. It's it's like cod liver <laughs> it's oil. It's awful like that. God like, mm, liver oil, fish oil, all of that. <laughs> but do that. Try the lemon juice with the raw honey and a pinch of cayenne pepper. Warm it up. Drink it up. And I promise you guys, your throat is going to feel so much better. And if you do it every day, um, you know, obviously it's going to work really quickly, especially because the cayenne is going to help heal that process even faster. So, Try that. Let me know how that works for you. Like I said, I've been using it all week. It's a grandma remedy that I absolutely love, and it's it works. Trust me. So hopefully that'll help you guys with your scratchy, itchy throats that I even am suffering from. And everyone on the train, we were all coughing on the way here. But, <laughs> yeah, it's getting bad outside. New York is cold. So keep us posted on that. And that is the quick wellness segment for this week. Hope it's helpful. I feel like it might taste good. It like does that actually. Juice with that honey and it's a really bit of not cur- bad because yeah. you know the, the most of the uh, remedies your grandma made were traumatizing, yes. <laughs> right. but this one is like a modern twist on it. Yeah, everybody. Unless you it add on. the onion, then you know that's a whole different ballgame. <laughs> everybody done turned everything into cocktails now. The <laughs> right. little shots and shit. <laughs> Put a little umbrella in it and a margarita glass. Okay, <laughs> make a night of it. Little yeah, wedge of some, orange on the side or something. <laughs> like some hot, like you heat some whiskey up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, like a hot toddy. Hot toddy. Right? Ooh. Forgot about those. Look at you. Right? But, yeah, so keep us posted with your emails. I love, love, love when you guys give me feedback. And don't feel bad, please. If something doesn't work for you, please tell me. That's good for me, too, because Mm -hmm. that allows me to know what I can modify, what I can flip or switch. You know, people do have different systems, so... Whatever it is that works for you, whatever doesn't, hit me up anyways, because the feedback helps all of us get smarter and healthier. So that's it for this week. Let's move on to asking for a friend. 
No, what about the icebreaker? You don't want to. You don't want to break the ice. Oh, that's right. I didn't think we had one this week. You got the best of me, <laughs> oh my God, Ty, can you add that in? Do you remember the video where she was like was two different women? <laughs> with the black yes. wig oh my god a girl I work with dyed her hair and we was like you look like the evil Mariah and we had to look up her name I forgot what it was the evil Mariah yes and she had on that little like red crop top or some yes. shit and she had a flower in her head and a little I was cut like, off okay, jeans Mexican Mimi I see you <laughs> I loved it with dark hair yes that I was wondering if she was taking shots like a little Mexican J-Lo or something Ooh, but it was too early it for that it was too early for that no J-Lo wasn't really <laughs> Mariah and Beyonce to me always look so pretty with darker hair but they never go yes. for it yeah. Right? That yeah. would be such a cool flip if Even one of Nikki. them just came out. Nicki I, Minaj? Yeah, since she decided to go blonde, I just wanted to go on record. You were fine with dark hair. She's blonde again? Or did she change it back? She back black? Back oh, I thought black? she's been black. All the pictures I've seen, she's seemed like she's doing more of the natural look. Oh, I'd seen some of them blondes, and I was like, Nikki, if this is your look for the next whatever, <laughs> then you can have it back. But, you know, Nikki don't ever do everything that I wanted to. So Speaking of, like Meek Mill is back in the news, I see. So back uh. to asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feature Meek Mill. He's kind of like Rita Ora for me. Ooh. Like, I just really just don't. Sorry. I listened to the album. The album was good. See, it's hard for me but, because I actually like Meek Mill's music. You know, I've never heard of Meek Mill. That's song. all right. I can honestly say that. And that is not me being shady it's at hard. all. I've just never heard one. It's very aggressive. That's what I like, asked someone today. I was like, how would you describe his music? And they were like, he yells a he lot. He does. But it's some of the best. Like, I love rap music. You know what I mean? Because he's a lyricist. Wasn't he like a battle rapper? Yeah, he was. Right. And so the, the songs have that energy. Right. And I just, like, he just released a four-track EP the other night. That's why, yeah. I'm so angry because one of the songs is like a complete diss track again. He's making a fool of himself once again. Really? So that's why he's back in the And it just completely, it shits on the fact that there's really some great production on this EP. Mm. But nobody cares because he's just like, (laughs) it's sad for me, (laughs) man. Like, it's sad. Like, I feel so cheated. Because you want to be a moron, like, now I can't even have fun and be a fan no more. You know right. what I mean? Oh, Meek Mill. <laughs> Looks like he got here with Rob Meek. Rob Meek. I'm about to tell the truth if I speak. <laughs> All right, so let's move on into the asking for a friend segment. Um, oh, actually, it's time to do a small business shout out. Look at me forgetting, too. Oh, you know what? I do have an icebreaker, but I'll do it after your small business. Oh, shout I have out. a I, I had an icebreaker, too. But oh, I, well, let's see but which no, one's better. Use your icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did have an icebreaker, but tell your icebreaker and I'll do the small business shout out. OK, well, some I really wish I had her name. I'm sorry. If it escapes her <laughs> at the moment, we are going to include the information in the episode. So yes. just excuse us. Please excuse my old brain. But a, a wonderful, magical, beautiful young lady on our Facebook. Please follow us on Facebook, by the way. Like us on Facebook, I should say. The Friend Zone Podcast. And, um, but don't poke us. But don't poke us. No, I'm just kidding. Her, <laughs> you still can poke on I Facebook? Think so. I think you can, but I don't think you can poke us. That's so tired <laughs> yeah, at this point. you can. <laughs> Not that kind of folk. But she said that she would love to know what we were like in high school. What kind of crowd did we hang out with and what kind of people we were dating? 
<laughs> I just thought it was cute. Woo, that is a loaded question. Um, a, <laughs> I think it's cute. That, that seems like um, um okay. So I had a lot going on, right? Internally. Mm-hmm. Um I was dating girls. You were dating girls in high school? I was dating girls in high school, yeah. Wow. I um I won best dressed. First place for the guys, so that was really important. Um, my parents were Jehovah's Witnesses, so we didn't have, like, Christmas and birthdays and stuff. Mm. So I guess the exchange was, like, we had, like, all the clothes, and we all had, like, new cars when we was, like, 16. Get out. Yeah, so, like, that So like that was, like, the crowd I kind of ran in or whatever. You know what right. I mean? But I still couldn't do a lot of stuff that they could do. But it was like I had some things. So we kind of like jailed a little bit at school, but I was still kind of distant. Mm-hmm. Overall, I had a good high school experience, but there was a lot of things that I, I just, of course, like anything else, if you could go back, you would do certain shit differently, you know? Yeah. But yeah, high school was cool. High school was about being cool and being smart. And so I just wanted to be cool and I wanted to look good. That is fascinating. That was all I had. <laughs> <laughs> all I had. What about you, Asante? Um, you know, it's funny that you asked this because I am coming up on the reunion. The reunion, my ten year reunion is this year. Oh my god! Um, uh, shout out my fifty year reunion's probably coming up. My friend, look, and you st- and you gonna show up like you just graduated, like, hey, like you just walked across that stage. <laughs> They're gonna be looking like, damn, what is friend doing? Talking about each other wheelchairs. Look at that cheap ass wheelchair. <laughs> no, no in- bad ass insurance having ass wheelchair. She got look. At that shit <laughs> but um in high school i was uh i was real crunk in high school like i remember like i just hyper? hung out with like j- hyper ish but definitely boy. yeah Fast. like we were <laughs> now maybe yeah. uh i just remember like we would jig in the parking lot like for senior year i think junior and senior year actually um they wouldn't let me graduate early so my last period, my last two periods, I was fleeking. Oh, my God. My mama got a new car. Uh, and so I would drive the new car, and she drove the old car. I love my mama, you know. So she sacrificed Damn. cycle floss. Um, legit. Well, no, because my school was far away. So, like, her job was right there down the street. So she would, like, be like, okay, so you got to take this car. And, like, my mom, like, when I tell you she hustled to make sure that, like, we were the shit, she did. Um, love you, mom. <laughs> but in high school... I just remember being super crunk because I had those two free periods. Like, they wouldn't let me graduate. So, I had two free periods to just, like, work. I had, like, work study and shit. And I would also, like, hang out with all, like, the bad bitches. And we would just be killing in the parking lot, dancing and working and doing all (laughs) sorts of shit. Like, high school was the bomb. I was a cool-ass nigga. I hung out with the drama kids, which people didn't, like, they didn't like that. It was, it's a whole big thing. I'm back in school. I'm at the reunion already. That's but um, cute. school was high school was fun as fuck, like one of the best times of my life. I would not like to go back to high school. Like <laughs> if I had to do it all over again, I would Hell not care nah. to. No, but I would because I know that I would like make it. I went to prom almost every year. Like I was Me like too. popping, like fleeking. Ooh, he's smiling. So that's what, man, high school was so fun. I would do a TV show in high school, on high school, not me being in high school. <laughs> but school is weird now. You see they do those combination schools of, like, middle and high schools together and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's real interesting Budget to see Budget cuts. 
Did you? Uh, what would you be like? What was? Who was you hanging out with? What was you doing in school? Well, I was the Harlem, you know, project kid, super hood. But I was really smart, so I was in the top, you know, New York private school, which is Riverdale, forty-five thousand dollar a year school yes, that I was Poppy. blessed to have a scholarship to. So it was a kind of a culture shock in a way, because here I am coming from the projects and then rolling up on the train, and then my classmates are rolling up in nice ass whips and you know with their furs and Louboutin I mean it was like such a culture shock for me but it was also eye-opening and cool because then it allowed me to know how to navigate both in different worlds yeah and and I made a ton of connections so it was great but who did I hang out with the black kids (laughs) (laughs) you know that the cafeteria we we stuck together and and tried to get by as best as we could being the broke (laughs) the broke ones on campus because my school was a campus too which is crazy Mm, um that's amazing yeah it was a it was very just very um saved by the bell (laughs) you Mm. know what I mean I was Lisa Turtle, I guess, but just a little poor. And then, uh, who was I dating? I was dating. <laughs> Gosh, I ain't mean to that one. <laughs> I was dating a hood boy from the block. Mm-hmm. This boy named Chachi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Chachi? I know you're not listening to this. <laughs> you was in love, wasn't you, friend? No, I was too smooth back then. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Nah, he was cool. He, he, you know, was that typical hood dude doing a bunch of bad things. I always liked the hood boys. And he had, like, the two cornrows, uh-huh. the, like, scorpion necklace with the ruby eyes and the Chinese tattoos on his forearms. <laughs> Just everything your mom doesn't want you to date. And um, <laughs> and that was your boy. That was your boyfriend. It was <laughs> like your man. But you know what's funny? My high school experience taught me a lot too, because I didn't realize. I never thought that I was like embarrassed mm-hmm. about being from the projects. It was something I was always really open about. But I will say, um, I played sports, and when they would drop us off, I would always have them drop me like two, three blocks away. Mm-hmm. And never, you know, ride at my hood because I'd be in this van full of all these bubbly white girls. And I just always got a lot of anxiety of mixing both worlds. And I think back now, I'm like, what was I embarrassed about? Was I embarrassed about the girls seeing where I lived? Or was I embarrassed about the dudes at the bench seeing me in a van with these white girls? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. either way, it was anxiety. (laughs) Either way, stop right here. (laughs) 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 And I think back to that and I'm like, yo, the shit that you create in your head, you know? So that was always crazy because I literally would get out the van and walk my ass three blocks to my project. You know, so little anxieties like that that I definitely... Or or even the white girls being like, let's do a sleepover at Fran's house. It's like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) My mom would be like, no, no thanks. So, you know, that was my high school experience. (laughs) Thank you. That was a cute question. That was a cute question. You like how I didn't answer that? Who was I dating in high school? You sure didn't. Not the one of (laughs) y'all. Well, that's the answer part of it. I'll give him more credit since I didn't. True. Do you actually, do you keep in touch with any of the girls? Do I keep in touch with any of the girls? Yeah, yeah. actually my best friend, one of my best friends is a girl that I dated when I was in like 7th and 8th grade. That's crazy. But we're totally like totally like totally 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 like brother and sister like 
I'm friends with her boyfriend. Wow. Like, like, yeah, her mom. Like, we're like family. She comes when I go home. She's at all my family functions. I just spoke with her a minute ago before I came into the studio. Like, and everybody that we went to high school with knows that we're still friends to this day. Her daughter calls me Uncle D. You know what I mean? That's like, crazy. yeah, cool. like I love her with all of my heart. Like she's my sister, That's and amazing. we've just had created this bond. So, and I knew they knew I was gay. You know what I'm saying? They like, did. I, I, they had to. You know what I'm saying? But well, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Because that what we was doing wasn't gay. But like, but <laughs> oh, Lord. but but oh but. God. Looking back, like, I know everybody knew, you know what I'm saying? So it's cool, like, whatever. Plus, I ain't got shit to be ashamed about anyway. No, everybody goes through their changes. Yeah, Yeah. and usually what I have found, seriously, is that, like, any guy that ever had an issue with, like, me and my sexuality, I was always better looking than they were. And so, I like, seriously, I, every time, like, I would be, like, like when straight guys would but be super But the only time people have stuff, a problem is when they're threatened. I was always right. better looking than them. And so, yeah. I, it, it was just like a, <laughs> you know, like one of those things, like, <laughs> yeah, okay, dog. You just, <laughs> I mean, okay, you know, we can pretend, but you know I really could take, you know, like, right. you know. So that's it. Just a little tidbit. So remember that. When y'all decide to be, like, homophobic or whatever or, you know, anything like that, really look at yourself and then look at the other person and be like, what am I really mad about, right, though, what's like, at the, the real end of the threat? day? You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I really mad about? The shit that can't change. Mm-hmm. You cannot mm-hmm. change, like, how you look. And I can't change how I look, you know, and I can't change how I feel either. So you just gonna have to stay mad and unattractive <laughs> for 2016. Stay mad and unattractive. Hashtag that. Wow. Put your Hashtag. ribbons up. Hashtag. <laughs> there we go. Put, put your ribbons up. Uh, Shout out. Time to get into the letters. Let's oh. do it. I love this part. All right. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into asking for a friend. Remember, you can send all of your questions, comments, concerns. Everything else, recent, um, if you have... Updates. Updates. We, oh, we do get some good updates. Oh, should I? Uh, let me share an update or two, actually. Um, but if you want to send in anything, please do not forget that the email is thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you all for titling things appropriately, like, you know, a small business shout out. Oh, which I still have to do. Um, we'll do that at the very end. Let's just go ahead and get through these listener letters, and I'll make sure that we get back to that. So, for our first asking for a friend, her name is... No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Hey, guys. Love the show. You guys make me reflect with every episode. So, I haven't been in a relationship for over four years. I moved to North Carolina from New York, and dating has been on a standstill. Okay, now I see why you ain't been dating. The guys I've come into contact with have been the chairman of the fuckboy committee. A lot of the guys were there for companionship. I didn't see a future with them. After listening to the ASAP's ASAP Shirley Caesar episode, <laughs> Fran answered a question about moving These on titles. <laughs> and saying that you have to be comfortable alone. I do believe I'm comfortable being alone, but my question is how do you become comfortable alone without feeling lonely? Hmm. Do y'all mm. want to start? How do you become comfortable alone without feeling lonely? Me and you both, friend, are two people that are that I feel like we can both say that we're comfortable being alone, right? Absolutely. Okay, so let's really figure this out for him then. Because <laughs> I don't feel lonely. That's the thing. Lonely isn't something I can say I ever feel. And I'm someone that spends a lot of time by myself. <laughs> right. And very rarely do I perk up like, damn, 
you know, it'd, it'd be nice. No, it just never really comes to mind. I enjoy my solitude to the I point. Agree. Yeah, to the point that I actually feel the opposite effect of I should probably be around people <laughs> at some point. <laughs> And then when I do get around them, it's it's become an effort. And I hate to say that because I know that sounds so weird. Like if I'm... No, it doesn't. I'm not trying to say like, ugh, people are a chore. Like it's not right. that kind of thing. Because like, <laughs> no. that can come off really I... airy and arrogant. It's not what it is. It's just that I am so into the world I've created of myself, if that makes sense. That's I right. really enjoy myself. Yes. I enjoy the things I'm interested in. I'm never bored. There's always a book I want to read. There's always some new information I want to look into. There's always a new place I want to check out. You know, like, I'm I'm in a constant... I'm a seeker. I always tell you guys, when you guys refer to me as a guru, I'm like, no, I'm a seeker of of feelings and experiences and me information. Too. Right? Like, <laughs> I like the rush of my world being what I want my world to be. Right. There's, so I can never get bored. And and there's no time for loneliness. And when I'm actually alone at home, like I said, there's so much to do. There's so much yeah, to do. Yeah, like so much to do. And and finding new music and even, you know, one thing a friend of mine did that I thought was so fun. She created a mood board for 2016 because I went to her house. She had like all these posters like pinned. And I was like, what is all this? She's like... I just wanted to create a mood board out of magazines of what I want, like, my year to look like and feel like. And it was so cool. I thought that was, like, she had, like, houses and um, clothing and cars and just, you know, even different countries. It's just, like, this is what she wanted her year to feel like. And I think the more you, you know, you go inward, you just will really find that you have so much to cultivate, so much to figure out. And so loneliness just hasn't really been an option for me because I really enjoy my company. That's right. So I don't know. I, I hope that made sense. I think you made perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I ain't even got shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100%, friend. Right. Just enjoy the hell out of yourself. Yeah. And take advantage of this opportunity to enjoy several different other people. True. Like, Like take advantage of your freedom right now. Date. You know, go out and, and have more than one friend that you spend time with. You know what I mean? Don't tie yourself into any obligatory relationships. Just kind of start doing you. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. You know, I was actually, ha I'm so glad you said that. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about whether you whether or not you should be in relationships in your 20s. Mm -hmm. And I, at first, my answer was no. I was like, I think you should experience and you know, experience different people. Being tied down can kind of, like, limit you in a lot of ways. But then I thought about it, but I've learned the most about myself through relationships. Right. You know, through the relationships not working, through them working. Like, like I said earlier, having to display a lot of patience for some people, being completely impatient for others. Mm -hmm. Like, you start understanding why is that? Why is it that this dude... You know, or a female with whatever you're dating pulled this out of me, but then this one pulled that out of me, and like why, you know, and you you really start to learn yourself through the people that come into your life. Absolutely, you learn 100%. your weaknesses, you learn your strengths. So much to see about yourself. Like we've said before, it's like the people really do become a mirror of where you're at in your life at that moment. And if you don't date or you know get in relationships, you almost don't have that mirror to kind of play off of. Right. So 
it's kind of nice to do all of it. Date. Don't date. Spend time alone. I think it's all Get you necessary. some hobbies, girl. You just need a hobby. <laughs> You're talking about being lonely. Okay? No, that's, true. I yeah. mean, because that's really what it is. You know, you just really are probably looking for ways of occupying yourself in other arenas and then you're like am I lonely and you might just run to that being the first thing because hell you might just be with somebody else in your off time and then when they're not there you're like well I'm comfortable but you know am I lonely it's like you just you just need something to do sis no true <laughs> I mean that, true. I mean that just might be it you in North Carolina you might be bored so yeah I mean, take this time some, to learn yourself that's right get you a real good hobby that's gonna make you some money and you're gonna be all set you're gonna be like why was i down here crying about needing me a man <laughs> and then a millionaire is gonna show up on your doorstep no i'm just kidding <laughs> and you know what that's actually something that does happen i the more time i've spent by myself um i've actually like more like more interesting men have come into my life because almost like you draw them in and because you have so much more right. to offer i swear to you i don't even know if this is gonna sound well you guys are used to me by this point it's been what four months you have to give me a testimony <laughs> testify tell it no what is it? i swear the more time i spend by myself when i leave my house my energy is so powerful i like i know that the shit that i emit like hits people because I swear to you I walk past people <laughs> and they all turn and I'm like yo this shit is so real like when the, did you be looking like one of them commercials because <laughs> you because it's like it's you know people affect you yep. yep people can bring you down make you feel this way make you feel that but when you're alone you only affect yourself right and for the most part you're gonna affect yourself in a positive way especially if you know how to treat yourself well y'all know I'm always taking herb baths and yep. oiling up and you know, all these things I do to really make my feel myself feel so good. So if I spend a lot of time by myself, when I leave the house, it's like I feel like a sun yeah. walking out of my apartment because I swear everyone is just like just turns around. And it's not like has nothing to do with beauty or outfits or hair. Nothing. It's just an energy. And I learned that the the people that shine the brightest that when they're in the room you notice them the most one thing i noticed you you can ask them yourself that they have in common is that they spend a large amount of time by themselves i thought you was gonna say they smoke weed <laughs> well i'm sure that's a big one <laughs> where they said they spend a lot like there is something to solitude that will give you the glow up you will not find in a it's bottle <laughs> like it's it is true. Something about it, and that's why I enjoy it. And I know it for a fact, because I promise you, try it. Maybe that should be a challenge. Like, for the next 30 days, it doesn't have to be this month, just pick a 30-day period in your life where you spend a huge chunk of time by yourself, more so than usual, and then see how the people around you act once that time is up. It's I true. promise you they're going to be like, something's different about your energy. Like, you look good, like your skin, everything, because you spend more time focused on you which a lot of us don't really make time for that was the only thing that got me through the holidays at work like i got i would get up like a little earlier and just and you have a make... major glow up everyone that's seen you has been like asante what is going on with you listen your I'm... skin your hair all i'm saying is <laughs> if right? you just take that little extra time to make yourself happy before you leave the house like you'll be in a great mood and you can just really heighten everybody else's mood so true so if you are just like feeling good and you want to make other people feel good then somebody's going to want to come along and make you feel good hey, i'm just saying testament i understand what you're saying when you when you say your energy be hitting people like i it's get true. that it's, it's so true so true that's why i try to pass along happy vibes as much as i can right because then you know people will pass them back Play. until i gotta curse you out and you at work 
Because, you know, some people just want to be rude with you for no reason. I can't give you that happy vibe. I got to curse you out right now. <laughs> Pla- plague people with joy. That's right. Well, thank you for your letter. So this next one is about um, a crazy sister that ruins trips. Ooh. Like sister or, or like they real sister? <laughs> Probably real sister. No future. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> a crazy sister. My... My friend invited me and some more of her friends on a trip. We've been talking about it since last year, and I'm pretty excited because I don't get to hang out with this friend as often as I'd like. We also went on a trip last year, and her sister from the Midwest came. I try to be open-minded when it comes to people and can usually go with the flow. But when I say this chick is nuts, it's an understatement. (laughs) She ruined the trip by causing scenes and just talking all the damn time about who knows what. So, yeah, a sister, to answer your earlier question. Um, (laughs) She was arguing with the waitresses, running off by herself in the middle of the night, and talking about making local back page ads to make some money while we were there. Okay, wait. (laughs) This just turned into Zola. Zola. Zola looks so pretty pregnant. (laughs) Right back to this. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Fast forward, and the sister is now coming on this trip. Well, even her sister, my friend, my friend, was like, yeah, she's crazy, and I'm not inviting her anywhere else. Fast forward, and that sister is now coming on this trip. That sister. So, what is a good way to tell my friend that I'm backing out of this trip? I refuse to put myself in that situation again and would rather go somewhere by myself to be her sis- in her sister's vicinity again. Also, the trip is in another country, and I really don't want to see the kind of scenes oh, she'll cause there. I think you should say exact. I word it. I mean verbatim Send the way you the did in that, in that email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like word it just like that, and and if or just be like, well, I'm not going. And when she looks at you like, what you mean? You look at her like, girl, you know your sister crazy. You was there last year. <laughs> you know what happened. But you know that's hard though. Not imagine, when the person was there. Like imagine if we were going on a trip and you had a sibling that was like bat shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd feel comfortable telling you. I, I don't want to go because your sister is crazy. I think that if we, I, I would feel kind of weird. <laughs> if we had had a conversation about like her wilding out last year when it happened, like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe this shit. You know, but it's the fact crazy. that you're bringing her back on means that you don't even seem to understand how bad it is. Right. Because she's bringing her back to the trip. Yeah, but sometimes people make dumb decisions like that because that is a dumb decision. <laughs> right. They make dumb decisions like that because they feel like. Well, it's my sister, though. Like, what am I supposed to do? Tell right. her, like, you, gotta you, know, take you can't it. go because you're crazy. You know right. what I mean? So it's weird because that element is there. So I just think she needs to just keep it real. Like, girl, you know, you was there last year. I know that's your sister. I'm not trying to talk about her. But you know she is crazy. And I can't do it. I'm sorry. Like, you know, we can go to Applebee's or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But ain't going to be no Bora Bora. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's it. What do you think is out there? I agree. Tell her straight up, like, girl, you know your sister is crazy. I am not leaving the country with y'all hoes. Like, Yeah, I guess there's no way around it. I mean, and if you don't feel like saying it like that, because I mean, I, honestly, you really can't just be, oh, girl, I would love to go with you to Rome or Italy and the Dolphins, but I can't because I got my period. Like, you can't just make some shit up to why you can't go. Just tell her straight up. Like, yeah, you have no choice. Because you don't want to just 
that's your friend and you do want to spend time with her so you should set, see if you could set something up on the side like if you really feel that bad about it be like you know what girl like me and you we should do like Vegas in a couple of weeks or something on me or you know depending on how bad on me. you are but <laughs> you know just set something up on the side as your your, your ring back if you want to keep your homegirl in your corner but just tell her I'm not going because your sister crazy and she's probably gonna be mad either way, honestly. If, if she gets mad, because I don't really feel because well, she's pulling out. That's usually the worst when you guys have set a trip with true. your friends and someone pulls out last minute. Well, I just minute. hope it's that's not last worst. minute. If you pulling out last minute, I see why you're trying to lie. But I still think you just you should just still tell her straight up it's her sister fault. Yeah. Even if that's why you're trying to lie. But if that's not why you're trying to do that, then girl power to you. <laughs> you so would you ultimately tell her friend? Yeah, but I don't know that I'd be like, because your sister's crazy. I'd just be like, you was there. You you know what happened last year. <laughs> I'd just say it just like that. You could be you like, know. I don't think my anxiety would be able to handle the types of situations I feel like your sister might put me in. Love no, her yeah, to death. I would, I would, love her to death. Yeah. Lo- lo- love her to death. But she I cool, just can't you know? travel with her. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'd probably she's... say something more along the lines Because you of could that. even say that. You're like, yeah, girl, I know your sister like to turn up, and that's probably why you like inviting her. But, you know, I Honestly, just... I would put it on me. Because that's just who I am. I'd be like, I'm not going to make this trip fun because I'm going to be bitchy about the way your sister makes me feel. So since I can't have fun, I'm not going to, you know, I'm almost going to be the Debbie Downer because I don't really get along with your sister. True. Or you could say it because, like, I'm an old lady. So I might be like, I'm not spending my money to go <laughs> to leave the lady. country with y'all. And I don't know how things are going to go. So, like, I'm going to just stay my black ass at home because <laughs> that's how real I can be. That works too. <laughs> your sister's a hoe no I'm just playing <laughs> definitely don't use I'm that just one playing. <laughs> unless you're ready to get some oh hands thrown <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine <laughs> stop the floor she why you don't want to go on a trip cut her off ask me why I want to go on a trip friend why don't you want to go your sister's a hoe <laughs> okay I ain't doing it and you shouldn't be doing it either shit Let's keep it all the way real. <laughs> when keeping it real goes wrong. You, y'all about to get her ass beat. Okay? She about to get st- pancaked because your ass. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so for today's, well, this week's uh, small black business shout-out, I had to shout-out my homegirl, Brianna. A lot of you know her online as The Hood Witch. Mm. She also, yeah, she has an amazing site. She's actually really blowing up. She's had a lot of um, features and like, Vibe Magazine, Nylon, Refinery29. I'm so proud of her, so I had to shout her out because she has, not only does she have a blog where it's about wellness and burning sage even for women she has amazing information about like herbs and steaming your vagina for those of you that use douches no literally like instead of you <laughs> instead of using douches Damn. you can steam your vagina with herbs and it has the same effect but it's healthier we should actually have could I steam my no wait yeah no, you wouldn't. can steam whatever you want I know what I ain't steam no I know I mean I know I'm not <laughs> hell no nah. hell no nah. it's good for you it's not really for wait, no, not what? for that It'll okay. We're gonna get into that next week, probably. So go to thehoodwitch.com. I will definitely have that link for you guys underneath the SoundCloud, like we've been posting it every week. She's also 
the plug for my stones. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. For a lot of you that have hit me up and said, Fran, I don't have a store near me that sells crystals. Where can I buy crystals from someone who's reliable? She is reliable. She lives in Seattle. She has access to tons of crystals. She does, like, trade shows. She has really great energy, so you know you're receiving it from a source that is wishing you well and not putting some weird energy on your stones because that matters too. Yeah, put a root on me. <laughs> right, a root. <laughs> a root. So, um, like I said, thehoodwitch.com, um, she, her site is just so, so insightful with a lot of really cool information for those of you that are into that, you know, that side of wellness where you're interested in the more, I would say, unconventional um, methods of taking care of yourself. She also has like, um, her homemade perfumes and oils and sage that you can burn at your house. She has candles. Of course, she has like an array of crystals for you you to choose from. And then she also has her blog on the same site that teaches you how to clean the crystals, how to maintain them, how to treat them, where to place them. So it's like a shop and an informative blog all in one. Dope. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so shout out to Brianna, known as the Hood Witch. And shout out to the Hood Witch. Yes, yeah, so I had to just send her that love because I'm excited that we are supporting each other and our ventures out here. And before we go, I also had to say, Kid Fury, you're so inspiring. <laughs> oh, my God, I love you so much. Yes. See, the fact that he just, you know, speaking of inspiring people, the fact that he had this in his head and made it happen, created it, and then all these people turned out was just such a testament yes, that when you are aligned with what you're supposed to do, it will always work out. And I'm so happy that it did. It was amazing. I'm glad we were all there. Shout out to DeRay who showed yes, up, yes, Cheska yes. Lee, Cheska Lee right? all of us were there. Last name basis podcast because Cheska brought her husband. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout you know? out to them. Right? So I love that we, it's, an, it's like understood. When we each have something going on, there's no question that we're all going to be there. I think that's how it should be. We all supported. We were all there. We always will. So let's keep being amazing. For those of you listening, keep supporting your friends. Keep supporting all of us. And let's just keep being black and great in 2016. (laughs) Speaking of, do y'all have any church announcements then? Y'all got some stuff coming up? Anything on the calendar? Um, no, I don't. No, friend, not you're right not making now. no appearances? Um, not making any appearances, but I will say Nylon Magazine um, is doing a highlight next month for Black History Month, and they're going to be highlighting Black Girl Magic, and I got picked as hey! one of the <laughs> Come on. Yes, a lot of, I won't ruin the surprise for who else was picked, but they're going to highlight a different black influencer every day of the month and it's going to be a lot of your favorite magical women so I'm really excited to be a part of that I'm honored the craziest thing is that and this is just a testament to you guys to show the power of words I have always said that if I could be on the cover of any magazine it would be nylon because I've always just found it really cool so I was at Whole Foods I listened to this. I was at Whole Foods 
So Michelle Fawn, shout out to her. She's the biggest beauty YouTuber. She's actually on the cover of it for January. So I saw it. I grabbed it. And in my mind, I said out loud because I was with a friend. And I was like, oh, my God, she got the cover. That's so inspiring because that just means that there's room for the rest of us to just come on in because she's a YouTuber. And then my friend was like, you would be on the cover of Nylon? I was like, I would love to be on the cover of Nylon, even an article just to open the door. I get home. I get an email friend we'd love to have you wow. <laughs> you are part of the black girl magic for february and i just i was speechless and That's i was like up. congratulations thank you. you deserve that and this Hell is what much. this is what happens when you speak what you want and just say it and it will come that's right so let's keep aligning y'all the perfect note to end the show on thank right? you and congratulations thank to you, you friend. congratulations to all the other ladies yes we love you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show this week. Stay inspired. See y'all on the other side. <laughs> Protect your magic. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bye. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.